Welcome to the Zero to One Thousand podcast. And today, to my right, I've got a very inspiring young man, John Templeton, and better known as JT. And he's a performance coach, and he's inspirational. He's been part of the New Zealand Special Forces, trained celebrities, has a gym, sold lots of houses and gyms, and he's done all sorts of cool stuff. So I thought it'd be really good value to bring you in and, and give our listeners a bit of a rundown of who you are and and hopefully get them some tips. And I know you're inspiring to be or aspiring to be one of Australia's best life coaches. So let's give the audience something to take home after this and, and uh, give them some good value. So first up, I just want to go back to where it all started for you and back to, I think you grew up in New Zealand, right? Close, England, other England. side of the world. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fair uh, well, let's give us a bit of a rundown about where you grew up. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome. Um, I was born in England, um, and I lived there till I was 10, and then I was in New Zealand, right. as you would know, um, yeah. until not too long ago, five years ago. But, um, yeah, just a regular kid, played a lot of football yeah. growing up in England. Uh, Mum and Dad separated young and, you know, went through all that. Um, but I just lived and breathed soccer, football, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'm a sporty kid. Yeah, totally. Never into TV or computer or anything. Yeah. Always outdoors and, and yeah, quite quite creative kid as well. Okay. Yeah. And and at what, what age, so you said five years ago, what age did you move to uh, Australia? And what did you, I suppose, let's go back to actually what you did in New Zealand prior. I know Special Forces is one big part of it that mm. actually mm. interests me a lot. So maybe tell us how you got to that stage and then, you know, what brought you to Australia after that. and. Let's go for a little bit about your... Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll run through that. So, yeah, I mean, moved to New Zealand when I was 10 and obviously yeah. just at school and all that. Um, got expelled from school when I was 16. I was never built for a system, right. you know? So there was always that part of me that wanted to break free. Um, after school, I was like 16, 17. I was, you know, taking a lot of drugs and then sort of... The military flashed in front of me and my friend said he was joining and I was like, oh, you know what, I'll do it. So I started to join the, join the army. Um, and I served the New Zealand Army for seven years, so that was from what, 17 to 24 or something. Mm -hmm. Does that even work out? Yeah, something, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just joined up. I was actually a gunner in the, in the tanks there, okay. or the, the armoured vehicles firing the cannon. But then I loved what the soldiers were doing on the ground, so I switched over to, to be an infantryman. Mm -hmm. I was in the recon and sniper platoon, um, sort of, when I got deployed to East Timor, that was 2006 and 2007. But then after that, I was like, where does this leave me? If I leave the military, where does it leave me? And my mum actually suggested to become a physical training instructor and have, you know, get some qualifications. So I, after East Timor, I took a, a year off and traveled around America and Europe and stuff and North Africa. And then I came home and I did physical trainer selection, which is, uh, like I said, it's hectic. It was four days of just crazy exercise. Um, yeah, limited food, limited sleep. Uh, if, if, you know, you talk to anyone that's been through it, it's just crazy. And, and two people passed, myself and one other. Wow. And, like, there were some times during those four days where I was tested way beyond my limits. And it's funny looking back now, but I, I got coached with my belief systems leading into it. And if I hadn't had that coaching, I wouldn't have passed. Right. Like, you know, at times when I was just at rock bottom, my, you know, my coach had given me things to do and I did them and they literally... Go into those. What are some of those... One of some of those keys that helped you get through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, I had hypnosis recordings. Mm -hmm. That was one of the things. And it was, it was, I want to say a generic one, but it was about the fact that 
you you have the power to do this, right? You have the power. When when times get tough, um, you know, just remember that you you have an unlimited source of energy to keep going, yeah. and it's just your mind that's going to you know, want to stop. Um, and listening to that recording leading up to the selection process, I didn't think much of it. I was just like it was there, but then it's so crazy how hypnosis works, right? It was when those times got hard, there was just that voice in my head, and it was like magic, and, and you know that kept me going. Um, I had other things that I was I was made to do, and that was like write down each morning the reasons why I wanted to pass, and just spend a few minutes reading them. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, you're in terrible situation. Like during the four days, I got hypothermia twice and hypothermia once um, in four days, so my body was just destroyed. But you just get I just get visions of my writing on the paper mm -hmm. of why I wanted it, um, and even when I was like at one stage we had to break through ice. I don't know if anybody knows New Zealand, but it was a place called Wauru. We had to break through ice and enter this this water. And um, I mean, obviously it's freezing, and yeah. then had to hold our breath underwater for a certain period of time. And people were just dropping like flies. And you know, underwater, I just have this vision of that writing, and so that kept me going a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that that was pretty much the crux of it. Just I never realised the fact that. Just doing those things, like doing the actual work, like this coach made me do the work. Didn't really think much of it, but I just, I took action. And then just when I needed it, it got me through. That's, that's, that's amazing, man. And then what happened? So you got your past your course, and then, and then where do you go from there? Like what's the next, what's the next step? Yeah, so after that is physical trainer training. And that's nine months long, and it's the whole defense force, so Army, Navy, Air Force. And so there were 15 people on that course. Um, and that is, some would say, harder because you're doing maybe eight hours, eight hour days, and then you've got physical training, then you've got your study, and during those nine months, you have to run everywhere. So if you're in camp, you have to run. Um, so it's the fittest I've ever been. Um, anyway, by the end of that nine months, I actually topped my course. Well, I was a top student, and some of the people on the course were far superior to me or, or had been. Uh, physically, mentally, and so I just, you know, I kept up my personal development and put everything in and came away with top student, which was yeah. which was pretty honourable. And that's what actually gave me the privilege to then go and become the Special Forces Physical Training Instructor. Right. Fantastic. So, so based on all that, clearly hypnosis, personal development, and writing your things down has been a huge thing for your life and probably something you keep doing to this day based on... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anything, it's getting uh, even more chronic. Like mm. I know how it works to the point of whatever I want in my life. There are fucking systems and steps yeah. I can do to achieve those yeah. things. Um, and obviously, I'm sure during the podcast we'll also talk about what I do now. And like I know how to create success mm. to mm. the point of I just want to help others do the same. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I know you've got a Guinness World Record. Uh, just to add to your your bow of amazing shit you've done. <laughs> what is it? I, I actually, I didn't want to look into it because I want you to tell me. So what, what is the Guinness World Record and what did you do and how was that experience? Yeah, oh, like, oh, man. It's, I don't think it's that impressive, but it was the most strict muscle-ups completed in 24 hours. Well, that's pretty impressive, man, because muscle-ups are hard. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What made so, you want to do that? That's, that's, that's it. So I, I was competing at CrossFit for, I competed at CrossFit for three years and um, 
that came to an end when my my body started packing in because I just pushed hard, real hard physically, and my body started packing in. And so I said, like, I'm not going to compete anymore, but I need something else to stimulate me. And I was pretty good at muscle-ups as a movement during my competitive days. And so I wanted to do something that I was good at. So I, I looked up the Guinness World Records, and I found this one, the most strict muscle-ups in 24 hours. And to set the record, you needed over a 1,000 repetitions. And I went into the gym, and I tested it out, and I was like, well... I definitely couldn't do it now, but if anyone in the world's going to be able to do it, yeah. it's going to be me. So yeah. I then I applied for the you know for the Guinness World Record, and they give you 12 months to do it. Um, and then I just got to training. I just started training for it, and you know I was I was starting up two businesses at the time and coaching other people, so I was really really busy. But with an endurance event like that, I could just do one day a week training, but during that day just go for hours. The whole thing. And that was my way of you know balancing my life you know with my partner yeah. with my with my businesses and you know trying to achieve this yeah. world record yeah fantastic you bring up balance let's go there for a little bit how do you i know you're a busy guy how do you balance your life now with obviously you got finance you got faith you've got your businesses you got you know your relationships everything else how do you go about balancing your you know everything you've got going on mm, 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 good question like to me balance is like a you balance mm -hmm. so it's like you might commit 100% of your time to work, for example, mm -hmm. and you know your relationship may suffer. But if you are balanced, like you're okay with those decisions, you know what you want in your life, and you can put your hand on your heart and say you know, you're genuinely content, that would mean you're emotionally balanced. Mm -hmm. And that means you can do anything you want, you can go far, you, you know, you'll be healthy and you won't crash and burn. When it comes to people trying to do heaps of shit, like I'm a, I'm, I'm a believer of, at some point you're gonna have to sacrifice and so it's like you've got like an energy bar like if you play a computer game you've got an energy bar and it's got a hundred percent energy and then if you you know you put 50 percent of your energy into your work if you put 20 percent into your family whatever you do just don't go over that hundred percent and you can carry on for as long as you want yeah as soon as you start putting out more energy than you put in that's when i, I believe you lose balance and you know you'll get sick stressed tired yeah yeah. unclear on your life yeah. so yeah my big thing is I just just top your own cup up first make mm. sure you're happy um, and you know what you want in life because all of the other stuff that you think you want that's gonna take from your energy bar sure so I, yeah I just think get clear on what you want um, make sure you can fit it all into your hundred percent of your energy bar mm -hmm. and then you you wouldn't have a problem with okay. balance talking about energy uh, I know you're big into your fitness, obviously, with, with your gyms and, and CrossFit and everything else you've done. How important is that to your energy to actually keep going during the day and do all the different things you're trying to achieve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was starting up my two businesses and I had all this going on, I actually stopped training for almost a year. Um, and I got really sick. I was mm. put in hospital. My body just wasn't functioning. And then I realized, obviously, I needed do something so I started training again I only train two to three days a week now but my nutrition is really 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 mm. really good um, yeah oh. it's honestly crucial not just for longevity but like you said before energy on a daily yeah. basis not many people actually understand where my energy comes from I'm like an energizer bunny mm -hmm. but it is is nutrition yeah it's nutrition and, and like you said exercise um, 
look, I don't think you need to be going crazy in the gym. I just think you need to be keeping keeping blood pumping, yeah. keeping your uh, you know your nervous system firing, keep your lymphatic system going. I honestly believe nutrition is trumps trumps mm -hmm. you know efforts in the gym. So with nutrition, what's what's some of the keys you think in regards to that? Because that's going to help our listeners get you know more energy during the day and actually be able to perform better. So I think that's a really important performance metric eating right is, is yeah. a huge part to it so what are some of the things you believe in around that because i know there's a lot of different theories and i'll probably have a completely different idea of it than you but i always like hearing what other people yeah. do so what is it that you do so do you mind if i go deep here sure go deep so like the world is made up of atoms right which is energy that's our body that's food we eat everything is made up of energy and those atoms can either be neutral positively charged or negatively charged. Mm -hmm. If anything is negatively charged, it will, um, ultimately, it, well, if, if your body is negatively charged, that's good, that's healthy. If your blood is negatively charged, that would be alkaline blood. Mm -hmm. If it's positively charged, your blood would be acidic. And so the goal of nutrition is to, is to keep your body alkaline, which is, which is when humans function best at homeostasis. That's when we regenerate new cells. That's when cancer physically can't exist, when we keep our, our charge slightly negative, which is um, uh, alkaline. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'll just give you some numbers. So a neutral base would be a pH of seven. Acidic would be a pH like of, of under seven, so down to zero. And alkaline would be um, seven to 14. And if you, like the human body should be roughly uh, seven point, 7.45 pH, which is negative 25, negative 20 to 25 millivolts of, of energy. Mm -hmm. So my focus on nutrition is eating foods that give me the negative charge. When we have um, free radicals in our body, which is like stress, that's, that's like positive charge in our body and we want to get rid of that. If mm -hmm. we don't get rid of that, that's when cancer starts to grow or we get disease or illness or sickness. And so my whole philosophy around nutrition is to alkalize, mm -hmm. to get rid of the free radicals um, from inside of us. And so I'm, I'm, I heavily base my diet on living stuff and alkaline water as well. So I've got an alkalizer at home. I cold press fresh juice every morning for the living foods. And then, you know, that's my like ritual to make sure I fucking have energy mm -hmm. and I'm healthy for, you know, until I reach 100. That's mm -hmm. my goal, to be over 100 years old. Um, and then on top of that, it's just balance, you know, mm. fruits, veggies, like a little bit of meat, nuts and seeds, just balance. Yeah. And then like whatever, once a week have, have just whatever have, you want. Yeah, takeaways or whatever. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. All right, fantastic. And then just a little rundown of your, what you do in the gym on a couple of days a week, as you said, like what would be, what's a typical workout, like 45 minutes, an hour, two hours, 20 minutes, like what's, what's typical? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I run currently, um, one of the biggest online CrossFit programs in the country. And so I will just pick a workout from the program I give yeah, others. Okay. Uh, and so some days the, the actual workout itself could be seven to 10, uh, 10, to, 10 to 20 minutes, let's mm -hmm. say, in okay. there. It could be less, could be more, but roughly 10 to 20 minutes. I'll probably spend an hour in the gym. So I'll get right. to the gym, I'll warm up, um, you know, I'll, I'll yeah, do any sort of body maintenance, any yeah. rehabilitation I need. I'll do the workout and then stretch. Uh, so I, I wouldn't spend more than an hour yeah. in the gym two to three days a week. Okay, fantastic. And let's go into your current, 
I know you've got a, current, a couple of current projects on the go at the moment. One is a gym. Let's go into that a little bit with your online training and your program. What is that? How does it work? How's yeah. it going? Etc. So when I was in New Zealand, I owned two gyms mm-hmm. and I loved it. it. It was great. But I really wanted to, like I had something I wanted to give to more people than, yeah. you know, on location. So I wanted to go online. So when I moved to Australia, I went online with, you know, I sold my gyms and I went online. And I started writing a, a training program for people that wanted to compete in CrossFit. Okay. Um, with my background in the special forces and, and a lot of strength and conditioning um, study, CrossFit didn't have that much knowledge in it yet. It's quite a new sport. Mm. And so I brought the strength and conditioning knowledge into CrossFit and wrote a program for it. And that was um, popular, right? People mm-hmm. wanted yeah, the best yeah. knowledge. So they all came in and started following the program. So now that program blew up pretty quickly. We had, we've, this year, um, not that it maybe means anything to anyone listening, but we had five athletes competing at the regional level, which is in the top like 0.5% of, of the world. Right. Um, so they're really, really fit individuals doing well at the sport. Um, and like even within that top 5%, we had two, our, two of our girls finish, we had seventh and eighth in uh, the Pacific region, which is Australasia and Asia. Um, and, our, and one girl came like 14th as well, and one of our men came 11th. So yeah. like even within the top, they're near the top. Yeah, so that's it, great. And they're doing all the online stuff. And the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. 100% online. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fantastic. Yeah. What else you got going on at the moment? I know you're heavily into the uh, life coaching side of things. Let's go yeah. into that for a little bit and and what's your goals there? And, and yeah, let's just go through a bit more. Yeah, I... Look, I used, I've done quite well with most stuff I've done, mm-hmm. and but it was always driven by my ego. It was always driven for selfish reasons. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, like, I kept being successful, but it wasn't filling me up. I was like, okay, oh, like, I've, you know, I've competed at regionals. I won a national bodybuilding title. I got the world record. And I was like, I could go on my whole life like this, but I wouldn't actually help anyone in the world. It's a very mm-hmm. selfish way to live. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to learn how to, like, what was going on in between my ears to allow me to, you know, be kind of successful. So I, I studied NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming and, and hypnosis, and I started to learn about the mind. And then I wanted to build my life and my mission around helping other people succeed in whatever area it is, overcome the problem, succeed. So yeah, now I'm, I'm coaching full-time. Um, I'm running events that literally give people <laughs> the mm. key to life. Like, yeah, yeah and... and I'm more passionate now about this than I've ever been about anything else in yeah. my life. Fantastic. And what are some of the biggest keys as far as what you see the problems holding people back? Yeah. Look, I run a lot of events and I've run a lot recently, as you know. Um, the very first thing which has is, is surprised me is people don't know what they want in life. Mm. They don't it's have massive. a target, right? It's massive. So I ask people in the event, like, you know, show of hands who knows exactly what they want and they've got a plan to get there and, you know they're fully dedicated and it's like two hands will go up out of a full room mm-hmm. um and then i'll ask people like you know is, you know is it important for you to have a plan they're like oh yeah i, I just i just don't know what i want mm. um and without knowing that you've got no target how do you get that 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, you dream. Mm-hmm. You fucking dream as big as you can. You remember back to your childhood when you had dreams. Yeah. You, you and I'm going to do this in my event with people. So I've got this event coming up, right? Um, Infinite Power. And there are people coming that don't know what they want. And I've said to them, between now and the event, just dream. Like, if, if there was no limitation, just dream. And that will be enough for now. But on the very first day, you know, quite near the start of the event, we're going to do a process called um, Your Ultimate Future. Mm-hmm which is all about getting them in a, a brainwave, getting them in a mental state where there's no, there's no obstacles, no blocks, no limitations, where they can sort of put a, a line in the sand and mm-hmm. say, okay, this is actually what I want. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, and this is it. Because once you have that, then you know where you're going. Yeah, right? yeah fantastic. And you, you talk about NLP and hypnosis. Uh, like, I've done a lot of hypnosis myself, and when... When I had nothing, I was doing hypnosis, and I think one of the things you said before was when you're actually doing it, you, you sometimes don't feel like anything's really happening. You're going through, you feel good, you feel nice, but then it, it's the after effect, you know, maybe years down the track or, or a little bit down the track where you get, you know, that rush that it actually all came to be. So give us a, tell me a little bit about hypnosis in general, because obviously there's a lot of people going, oh, hypnosis, what the fuck, you know, it's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. this weird buzz buzzword thing that and it's all crap and people see different people on stage acting like chickens and all sorts of crazy shit so what what is hypnosis and how does it actually help yeah this is what it is your brain has different frequencies it can be in like when you're overthinking or stressed it's going to be in a like um like a beta brainwave and you're kind of incoherent at that stage or, or you're you're really focused on something with hypnosis you want people to be in a theta brainwave super relaxed Mm -hmm. and when you're in like when you're growing up as a child you're you're in that theta brainwave so you absorb information easily like that's why kids can learn super quick when we become an adult we start to go into this beta brainwave more for more of our day and we stop absorbing and we're more outputting like we're so opinionated we're always talking and so hypnosis is getting someone into a theta brainwave so they can absorb and then obviously you've you've got their consent to do it Mm -hmm. Um, if at any stage someone was uncomfortable during hypnosis, they could they could stop mm-hmm. it. They're fully in control. But the hypnotist will, you know, is working for the person to get a result. So they'll get mm-hmm. them into a theta brainwave, and then they will have access to the unconscious mind, which is where all your habits are stored, your memories, your behaviors, yeah. they're all unconscious. And it gives the practitioner direct access to your unconscious mind. And so then they can simply put suggestions in that are going to benefit the person and so like a person will come with a problem and you know we've all got this voice in our head all that is is the unconscious mind the way it's wired throwing ideas up to your conscious mind and when a hypnotist goes in um they're literally going to rewire new voices in your head ultimately Mm -hmm. and so when you come out of the trance or come out of that theta brainwave you're going to have different voices in your head better ones ones that are going to help you achieve the goals you want to achieve so i guess in a nutshell that's it and then you've got stage hypnosis which everybody sees which is cluck like a chicken and (laughs) like we learn all that stuff as as master practitioners um and sure it's a lot of fun yeah um but yeah i mean if people want a result like you have obviously Mm. with with your personal development your business if people want to lose weight quit smoking like that's how it works and it's it's so effective yeah and you mentioned you had some events coming up. Like, what is it? What it is about the events that you love the most? What are the events? And let's go into that a little bit. 
So the next big one is infinite power. Mm -hmm. There's, with life, right, there's areas of life, different areas of life. So you would say that, you know, your emotional well-being, your, your health and fitness is, is an, an area, or there's two areas there. And then you would say your relationships, uh, potentially your financial well-being, and then maybe your sp spiritual well-being. Infinite power is the base level. So it's self-mastery. Mm -hmm. it's, it's getting people in control of themselves. Um, you know, mind, body, soul, in alignment with, with ultimately what the soul or the heart desires. Giving them the tools and resources to overcome any like block, blocks or obstacles in the future. We do timeline therapy there as well, mm -hmm. which is removing negative emotions from the nervous system. So you can imagine if someone's got stored anger, stored um, sadness, guilt, anything stored in their nervous system that's weighing them down, holding them back. Quite a lot of the time, manifesting as physical injuries as well, or physical you know, soreness or illness. So we clear all of that out. So the, the whole weekend is about really uh, clearing the slate, mm -hmm. creating a new identity, and we'll literally be creating new identities for people. They're gonna be coming up with a new empowering identity of themselves. Um, we're gonna be smashing through wooden boards. I'm gonna teach people like a strategy for getting themselves in a powerful state. Um, because it's quite hard, and I've, I've seen very small, thin women break through thick wooden boards when they get themselves in a powerful state. And you know, to be able to teach people that on command, mm. it's, it's really great for athletes yeah. um, that are about to go out on the field just to get into a, a state of like, you know, they're gonna destroy the competition. Yeah. Um, it's great, even in sales and marketing, teaching yeah. people how to get into a positive state so that when they are making the calls, they're, they, you know, they're confident and mm -hmm. strong and you know, really, really believing in what they do from an emotional level. Um, yeah, so there's that, and, and like I said, clear out the bullshit, clear out the limiting beliefs, install new ones, clear out the emotions, get a new destiny, decide what you want in life. So we'll be doing some heavy duty goal setting as well. Um, and then doing like an anchoring process to, to wire it into their nervous system. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like hypnosis as well, where it's gonna be the voices in the head will be in alignment with their goals. And I think anchoring is really important. And it's something that as a, you know, with a sales and marketing team, things like ringing a bell, high five, having some sort of physical and or smell, or what are some other techniques that, I know there's a couple for you, but. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, so anchoring is ultimately, for anyone listening, is a form of, of, you can anchor in a state. So if you wanted to feel love, for example, at the drop of a hat, you could get yourself into a loving state and then anchor it neuroassociatively. Mm -hmm. So it could be a movement, a physical movement, like you said, it could be a smell, it could be something that triggers the emotional response in your body. Um, and so obviously that's super powerful, like you said, for sales training, you can get yourself into a very confident, powerful state, anchor it in, and I know, um, what's his name, Jordan Belford mm -hmm. did it uh, with a smell. Mm -hmm. Anchor it in anyway, so before you make the call, you can do it. Fuck, for athletes you can do it mm -hmm. before oh, they play. So um, there's literally unlimited yeah. times that you could anchor in a positive state and just, just dominate yeah. whatever you want to dominate. Yeah. Um, limiting beliefs, most people have a lot of them. In your experience so far, what do you think are the top one or two of them that are really, that are, that are so ingrained in people that they can't push through? You've worked with a lot of people at your, at your different seminars and conferences and things like that. So what are those couple of limiting beliefs that people really struggle with the most? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, a, I did an interview actually, not an interview, like a, a poll. Um, survey you could say in one of my private Facebook groups cool. 
on all of the athletes. And I was like, what is the one thing stopping you from reaching your goal, succeeding? And 95%, let's say, were, I don't believe I can do it. Mm -hmm. And so they just literally didn't believe they had the ability to do it or, mm -hmm. or you know, and beliefs are completely fictitious. So you, you can choose what beliefs you have. And so you may as well give yeah, yourself ones, ones that, yeah. you know, benefit you. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the biggest one is just self-doubt. I find self-doubt, people don't yeah, think they can do it. And as soon as that changes at such a deep level, that's when you see someone go from zero to hero. Mm. It's when something just switches inside them. Um, that's, yeah, that's a belief change. And what, what are some ways to actually change those beliefs? I know hypnosis is one of those, but what are some other ways that people can use to change their belief system? Yeah, if, you, you know, if you're gonna see a practitioner, obviously mm. they can help you, but if you're gonna do it yourself, it comes down to a couple of things. One when there's no longer any supporting evidence for the belief. So an example of that would be, um, you know, when, when you stop believing in Santa Claus. You learnt, you learnt something that no longer supported that to mm -hmm. be true. Um, another one is obviously when you get a year older, you used to believe you were 21, 30, now you believe you're 31. So your belief changed because the evidence to yeah. support it changed, right? And then the other way is through pain and pleasure. When a belief is... is you have to be more conscious with this process, right? You need to be like, is this serving me? Um, is this helping me reach my goal? And you know, I'll give an example to help people, one that really, really, really helped me. I used to believe that, you know, people that had money were greedy. And wherever that belief came from, you know, maybe I picked it up as a child somewhere. And that, that mentally blocked me from receiving money. So I would always give uh, advice to people always for free and then I would end up suffering because I, I never got paid my worth. And then as soon as I changed my beliefs around money to, you know, it's not, it's not the money that makes people greedy. The person's either greedy or not. Mm. Money just exaggerates it. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was like, that's when I started to receive so much more money mm. just by going, this belief is just causing me so much pain. I, I'm, I, I literally don't have money to, to be able to afford the food I want to eat for my health or to, you know, go and spend money on my girlfriend. It became so painful that I, I I took a look at myself and I said, okay, this this is wrong. Mm. Why am I believing this? And it, you know, I changed it and I said, no, you know, money is is it's a resource. It's beneficial mm. for everyone. Um, I need to change it. So change my belief, yeah. and then whole life changed. Fantastic. Goals. How important are they to have and also write down? What's your, what's your beliefs around goals and writing them down and how often should people write them down? What are some tactics around that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you want the full tactics, <laughs> come to my event, Infinite yeah. Power, because we're going to be, yeah, yeah. I'll be teaching everything. Yeah, but um, Just a quick fire then. Yeah, yeah. Look, once a year I do an overhaul. Mm -hmm. I mean like full life overhaul. Um, and that's what we're doing at the event is this yeah. full overhaul for people. And, and I've got a book, it's called The Book of Life, and I put all my goals and everything in that book of life. And so once a year I will, yeah, get serious about mm -hmm. things. Um, you know, as the year go, goes through, there's probably an, another time where it's kind of like a, a mid-year crisis when I just double check. <laughs> um, but legitimately, I would write my goals down, I mean daily, yeah. I have daily yeah. goals yeah. Um, that, that, that must be written. If yeah. they're not written, yeah. you're, just, you're just pretending, right? Yeah. Um, so, oh, fuck, all the time. Yeah. I, I, I can't stress that enough. It's yeah. like, what do you want in your life? Go from the highest level. Okay, this is what I want. 
um, you know, I want a loving family and I want enough money so we can do X, Y, Z. Cool, and I want my health. How do I achieve it? This, 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 yeah. this, this. What can I do this month? This, 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 this. Mm -hmm. What do I have to do today? <coughs> this, this, this. And that should be your day. Mm. You know, maybe, maybe you work and maybe that's not part of your goals, but outside of that, it's like, man, go find your list and start smashing yeah. them. Yeah, fantastic. What inspires you? Um, look, more recently, it is the fact that the world needs me. Mm -hmm. The world needs change. Um, well, I say needs. I mean, it, maybe it doesn't need it. I believe that th there's positive change to be had in the world, and I believe I can be that positive change in the world. So that that definitely motivates me at the at probably the top level. That's probably the highest level. Is I know I can offer the world something that's going to benefit, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, fantastic. And so you're thinking, long term is legacy for you, really based on based on that in a way to be able to actually have an impact and yeah it's a mission yeah it's, it's and like I'll die on the way mm -hmm. or throughout it yeah. Yeah. yeah fantastic what for someone watching you from the outside with no volume let's say we turn the volume off in the world someone's looking at you going through your day-to-day -day activities what do they pick up what are the key attributes you take your voice away take the sounds away what are the key attributes that people will see of you that will make them want to, well, the, the, the opinion they would have of you? Yeah, what they would see is dedication. Mm -hmm. That would be the first thing I would say, is very, very dedicated. Um, uh, not, you know, not easily distracted, very, yeah, very focused, dedicated. Um, I think you'd, you'd probably say switched on as well. Yeah. You know, I've got systems in place that allow me to be that dedicated. Mm -hmm. So like I said, with my nutrition, it's all systemized. I know what I'm eating when I'm eating. Yeah. Um, you know, that's all healthy. So, yeah, yeah like I, I just think people will be like, that's he's he's he knows what he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> and he's doing it really, really yeah. well. Fantastic. And lastly, is what what's a day look like for you? Like as an entrepreneur, you're you've, you've got a lot going on. What time do you get up? What, what do you do in between that? What's a typical day and how does that look? Yep, yep, yep. Um, 6 a.m. I'll get up. Um, my alarm, I don't set an alarm, but that's just when I get up. And I'll have a glass of alkaline water um, and then I'll go to the toilet and my book of life's beside the toilet, so I'll check out my book of life and that pretty much just gets me in a state for the day. Mm -hmm. You could say the book of life's like an anchor, right? It just yep. gets me in the yep. state for the day. Um, and then I'll go and make a fresh juice so that will you know, take an hour to clean up the juicer and everything, um, and then it's game time. I'll, I'll go to the go to the laptop. If it's a training day, I should say Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I, I try to train. I'll um, have my juice and then I'll train, mm -hmm. and then I'll come back and get into it. But if not, laptop on. Um, I work out at home, so that's yeah. that's easy. And then I've got my MacBook, which is like my work, and then I've got my iPad, which is my my to do list and calendar. Mm -hmm. And so I'll I'll just Flick them both on, and I'll just start smashing my to-do yeah. list. You know, I might have people to call or you know, website to update, whatever it is, and I'll hook in. Um, my tummy will tell me when it's time to eat or drink, yeah. so I'll, yeah, I, I smash alkaline water all day. Um, food, crackers, avocado, tuna, yeah. all the good stuff. Uh, just when I'm hungry, and I will literally work all day. 
Um, I've got my dogs there, so I'll spend some time with the dogs as yeah. well. Uh, my, my partner's currently away, but if she was home, we would we would spend time together yeah. you know, an hour or so or go and get uh, lunch or something. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'll, oh, I switch from one business to the other at a certain day. So because I'm doing my events and coaching, mm -hmm. that's my priority of my time. On Thursday is my like time for my CrossFit business. Mm -hmm. But also at about 6 p.m. I, I have to write training programs for my athletes uh, the next day. So I'll probably switch to my CrossFit business before, just before, just after dinner, um, smash them out, and I'll probably finish working at about 9 p.m. Okay. Um, yeah, about 9 p.m. And then, oh, brain's pretty fried by then. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, uh, chill with the chill with the puppies, hop yeah. into bed, bit of Instagram or something, yeah. and then, then crash out, and it's repeat. One last question is sleep. Uh, quality over quantity, and how much do you get? Yeah, so I probably get about seven hours of mm -hmm. sleep, which I, I think is ample. Um, for all the athletes out there listening, you're going to need 10 probably. Mm. Um, when I was an athlete, it was a lot more. Right right now, like six to seven is good and manageable. Yeah. Quality is pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, when you have alignment with what you're doing in your life, you know, emotionally and mentally, you will sleep so well. Mm. And you know I do have that, so I'm quite lucky. If there's events coming up or new things that put some sort of stress on my life, sleep quality will go down. Um, being a soldier, I can work through that for quite a while, but there is a time where it comes like, you know, you need a good eight to 10 hours to reset. Yeah. Um, and that actually happened yesterday, so. Fantastic. That. <laughs> give a little plug for your upcoming event give us a date give us a name give us how you get to it and yeah cool um so infinite power is coming up 22nd 23rd of um september it's called infinite power you can get to it at jtperformancecoach.com forward slash infinite dash power jt thanks for coming man it's been amazing thank it's been you really good hopefully you got some value out of that if you did like comment subscribe do all the cool stuff below Go follow this guy. He's on Instagram too. What's your Insta? JT underscore performance underscore coach. Lots of underscores, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, have a great day, everyone.